And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 119 of the Cinemania World Show. This is the show we talk all things TV and movie news. Before we get started, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from Film Posers, we have Josie. Josie, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Very good. Very nice to have you here today. We're also joined, making her long-awaited return to the world show. We have my arch nemesis from the live show, Hannah Louise. Hello. How are you? Hey, I'm good. <laughs> Hannah's been good. busy taking over The Last of Us. <laughs> oh yeah. God. I've now been recovering. <laughs> now you and now you're now you're crying over another movie. Like, what's going on here? I needed something else to cry about. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> um, it's good to have you here to talk about everything that's been going on. It's been a while since you and I have been on a show as well. And lastly, we have a special guest from the Film Talk podcast. We have Ileana. Hello, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. I'm I'm good. It's awesome to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's very good to have you here on this episode to talk about everything that's been going on this week in the world of Cape shit. So without, I don't even know which one to start with. I guess we can start. <laughs> Zachary <laughs> Levi. Zachary yeah, Levi, I, the crying boy. <laughs> I was like, I guess we can talk about the Let's unemployed. talk about DC, DC's Chris Pratt. Let's do it. No bullshit. The <laughs> unemployed bloke who's going around just angry about everything, angry about Shazam and... I don't know what's going on. So I wish I were rich and angry. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what? It reminds me how you know how Austin Butler, like he had this whole thing with the voice and he couldn't, oh, like yeah. it's been hard for him to let that go. For Zachary Levi, it's acting like a teenager. <laughs> with reason, with reason. He no longer has a reason now. Oh my yeah. God. And then he's like on social media talking about everybody hire me, hire me, Neil, Neil Druckmann, get me on the last of us season two. That was so and- embarrassing. <laughs> so okay but Ileana has the tea because i remember i showed it to her and she told me something about him what was it that he was trying Ooh. to get the show yeah. Like oh yeah the rights? The, the, yeah the rights to it when the game mm-hmm. first came out yes sir and he <laughs> was basically blue balled out of it and thank god <laughs> because who would you know why why we were gonna get chuck acting and directing in the last of us <laughs> the and that's kind is, of embarrassing for us is i don't think that he would have directed it or anything i do think that he would have bought the rights and had someone else like write it direct it but he definitely he definitely would have been joel yeah, yeah oh definitely. yeah and he would have yeah. changed he would have changed season two he would have yeah, been he would have been Joel. Well, that he would have been have been a thing uh, at that point because he said that he wanted to buy it. Um, oh, that was a while when, ago. Yeah, yeah. When the game first came out, the first mm-hmm. one. Lord have mercy, have mercy. Yeah, this so. is old tea. This is old tea. <laughs> so everyone, well, he said if it you just recently, it's not like a thing that he's been saying for years. Right. So I don't. Maybe but it's we'll not hold even it against true. him. Yeah, I believe. Oh, <laughs> I believe it. Watch the show, and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> I need to be it's relevant. The, it's the fanboy behavior for me. Yeah, it, it's, it's too crazy. much. I've I've been on Twitter. I'm like, bro, get out of here. I don't know. So <laughs> last, okay, so Shazam came out last week. Um, it's kind of been the movie to just kind of 
I won't say pick on, but you know, not a lot of people really enjoyed it. We did our review. Uh, Josie was on it. We spent like forty minutes kind of talking it about it. Turned why. into like a therapy session yeah, for we, like we... Um, <laughs> comic book lovers anonymous. <laughs> me, me, Josie, and Manda was just like, oh my god, we were just it started off as a review, and then it was just like <laughs> you man. guys just ended up a, doing a smoking circle. <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad for us. And Hannah, I don't even think Hannah's seen it yet, so no. it's just it it, I'm it was bad. Maybe going to see it tonight. It, no. So it was bad. So then there was all this talk that was going around about how the rock, I think it was from the rap when the rap was like, oh my the gosh. rock, he kind <laughs> of, uh, the rock kind of thwarted some stuff as regarding like cameos and whatnot. And then Zachary Levi went on Instagram and kind of, he kind of, kind of supported that article saying i think he said the truth will set you free or something Mm -hmm. like that then a few days like everybody was catching strays from the shazam rachel zegler has been catching strays james gunn has been catching strays because uh he had they had hard courts in the post-credit scene so he's been just unbear like unbeknownst just catch catching strays from fans and whatnot and then uh and then zachary levi went on i think ig live yesterday talking about Again. how yeah i think it was yesterday <laughs> with and his, he's like with his v-neck with that damn v-neck that belongs in 2010 <laughs> <laughs> sims looking at <laughs> he was like going on a rampage about how he was talking about the article he was talking about how we had stuff planned with the justice society and all that stuff coming into the post credit. So if you haven't seen Shazam, spoiler warning, I guess. But okay, but that's post- actually like how he says it in the video too. He's like, "Oops, sorry, that he's was like, a spoiler." Sorry, but, I mean, nobody spoilers. cares anymore. Yeah, he literally they, said that. He's like, "Nobody cares about the movie." I was like, did. "Damn, <laughs> I I was baffled." So he was talking about how in the post credit scene. Two characters from Peacemaker. I'm gonna be honest. I went on the box office show with Larry, and I was like, "Dude, I forgot their names." I was like, "I don't remember these names <laughs> because I, they're boring." <laughs> I, I loved Peacemaker, but I was like, "I don't. I forgot who these people who? were." It was Harcourt was it? and uh, the, the 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 big guy. Oh, the big. I still don't know his name. Guybeard. Yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 fella. So they come in and they kind of they kind of recruit Shazam to be on the Justice Justice Society, and that's the post credit. And I was like, "What?" So then he, he, the Zachary was like, oh, you know, that was supposed to be Hawkman and uh, Cyclone, which would have made a difference, honestly. But it was supposed to be them. But I guess it kind of would have because Aldous Hodge is great. But mm. it was supposed to be them, but The Rock kind of thwarted it. And uh, he was on IG Live yesterday talking about, you know, he was just talking about all of that. And it's just been a disaster mm-hmm. with the whole thing with DC regarding just – the movie did not perform well last week. It it got demolished like last yeah. week, and it was going up against nothing. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> had like we had we had like movies coming. We had movies out, like you know, Scream and uh, Creed, but it's not like they came out with it. No, so it was think- by itself next week, and it got demolished. And I think that's the best part that Scream literally dethroned what people thought Shazam would have. And That's, freaking yeah. Scream had legs. And you know what? Run, girl. <laughs> yeah. And pretty three the fact that got... This weekend, John Wick is about to do crazy. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's Shazam. Gonna, it's gonna the surpass. movies are back. Yeah. And Shazam just looks goofy, like out here with the 30 million from last week. So 
everybody, <laughs> it's just been kind of crazy surrounding the entire thing with that. Even David F. Sandberg went online. He's like, bro, I'm done with these movies. I'm out of here. He's I'm so going, unserious, I'm... <laughs> too. <laughs> He's like, he I'm taking so my ass back to horror. I'm out of here. I can't do these, <laughs> these movies. And he was like going on Twitter. So it's just been a disaster with this universe. We're not, we haven't even gotten into the other universe. That's been kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But staying on topic with DC, it's been a mess. So I guess I'll kind of just go around get kind of just thoughts and kind of start talking about all of this. But I'll start with you, Josie, just regarding everything with Dwayne, the rock Johnson, Zachary Levi and Shazam and all of that. Where, 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 like, where are you on this? I think it's also been a disservice to the film, the way that some people have been reacting. It's Zachary Levi, but it's also like Rachel Zegler repri- replying to people on Twitter. And mm-hmm. listen, if the movie doesn't do well, there's only so much you can do. I don't know what else to say. People, because <laughs> at least like it, it has been getting a good audience score, yeah, but it's yeah. also like not right. the best audience score. But people are still enjoying it. So critics itself aren't the almighty evil that people are making them out to be. Or is again like Rachel Zegler's tweet where she pointed out like the audience score is this like what critics say like we made a good movie. I think it's more than that. I think it's the marketing wasn't good. The trailers yeah. gave everything away. You had literally the post credit scene in the trailer. What the heck is that? <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. And then you have the whole thing with The Rock, which Zachary Levi is obviously using it. He's trying to create traction and it's mm-hmm. bring attention to this. So then they have something to blame it on because the entire video, because <laughs> was it Leo that sent it in the group chat? Someone yeah, sent he sent it. the whole, yeah. And I was just thing. watching these and I'm like, this just feels like... I don't want to call him desperate, but it's definitely someone that's worried about his their, career. <laughs> yeah, having a job. It's giving Haley versus Selena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this whole but, thing is. Yeah, he's just trying to pin it on someone so it's not at the fault of the movie so that DC keeps bringing him back. Because, I mean, everyone is getting snapped a la Thanos now with everything <laughs> that's going on. So it's, yeah, it's messy. I mean, because you also have a character in the movie that it made me so angry because it feels insulting considering what happened with the director and where the character was going. So just the entire film just rubbed me the wrong way personally. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to you, Hannah. Just like, have you been following a lot of all this that's been going on this week? Where do you kind of sit on this whole thing? Yeah, Um I was thinking about it last night, actually, because I was seeing just how Rachel Zegler is replying to people on Twitter, especially Zachary Levi's, like, Instagram lives, him getting on Twitter basically begging people for jobs, David F. Sandberg being like, oh, well, I'm quitting blockbuster movies, I'm going back to horror because of this, da-da-da, whatever. And everyone just kind of disguising it in, oh, like, our movie was targeted, people uh, don't like it because it's us and some kind of narrative like that basically Mm -hmm. and it made me think about birds of prey 
because Birds of Prey kind of got the same treatment that's going on right now. It didn't do well at the box office. It didn't mm-hmm. get great marketing. Uh, critics didn't necessarily love it. I do think that mm-hmm. critics were nicer to Birds of Prey than they are this movie. Oh, but totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, this it was actually good. a decent movie. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It was a bunch of dudes. I remember it, like that one being bombed by dudes because I remember fighting. I remember yeah. fighting for my life. Hannah on was too. All y'all. Oh, trust me. I was here. We. <laughs> Like, the holy trinity of female rage <laughs> but also like this and... one came out before the pandemic like theaters were closing yeah. people weren't that was yeah. the last film i saw so that one has same. an excuse at least that one has an excuse but it's like it's in the same ballpark right now as mm. where this movie yeah. is sitting and you didn't see like margot robbie like in interviews or on instagram live saying oh my god our movie was targeted by men because Mar- margot robbie's a was. real professional yeah. <laughs> um and you didn't see kathy ann getting on twitter saying i'm never making a blockbuster again because of this she like, only broke her silence to silence Grace Randall. Grace Randall. Grace, Thank yeah, God. And we love that. Yeah. We love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just, that's what this whole situation has made me think about is the other DCU movie. Or you can even say the same thing for the Suicide Squad because yeah. critics didn't necessarily go crazy for the Suicide Squad either. The Suicide, the suicide Squad bombed. And James mm. Gunn is still moving forward at DC. He made a whole fucking Peacemaker show, even mm-hmm. with the quote unquote failure of the suicide squad so it's kind of crazy to see this group of creatives just kind of throwing their hands up and being like people hate us and people hate our movie just because we're us and trying to create that narrative and that's why the movie is failing but in reality it's a bigger issue of we are going nowhere with the dcu so why the fuck would people care about it in the first place Ooh. i think that we're probably going to be in the same place when aquaman releases i don't think mm-hmm. that aquaman 2 is going to make a billion dollars like the first one did shazam it's been how many years 2018 it's been five years <laughs> since the first shazam movie so I don't think Wait, that Shazam's real? really yeah. It has, yeah. I don't it's crazy. think that Shazam. I thought it was from twenty nineteen. It's not that's like four years Sh- then? That's four years, yeah. 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 I don't but think it's on a lot enough. of people's minds like that. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, there's a lot of factors going into why I think this movie failed, and I'm kind of over the cast and just everyone surrounding the movie trying to create a narrative that's just not true instead of just being like, hey, we're kind of in a shitty position right now. Yeah, I um, <clears throat> for me, for me, I what I've really hated regarding this conversation is the critics who did like the movie are kind of you know anytime you know when 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 David F. Sandberg came out and talked about you know his experiences and his thoughts and then you know the the cast a bunch of critics was like yeah you know you you guys need to learn to just leave these people alone just have fun i'm like bro listen i didn't have fun with the movie i'm sorry like i didn't like it but i'm not i'm i'm not attacking these people because of the movie i don't like the movie but it has been kind of embarrassing seeing everybody just be on twitter and just going to bat with this whole thing. Cause like even with the reception of like quantum mania, you don't see like Jonathan majors on Twitter. Like, Oh yeah, it's done. You guys should, you know, stop talking. He about got paid. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Like he's moved on. He's going on another, his eighth movie of the year. He moved on, you know, everybody else kind of moved on. And I think that's what happens when it comes to just the DC universe in general. It's all, it's a lot of people kind of airing their grievances out online instead of just kind of moving on and i think 
that's just it just rubs people the wrong way and then you got to get to the flash and that's probably going to be worse with like the reactions to that and just kind of the vitriol and stuff like that so um Ileana let's go to you what are you what were your kind of where are you kind of sitting at regarding all this when it comes to Zachary Levi Dwayne the Rock Johnson and DC and stuff right now I think it's embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's and not and you know what's you know what's kind of disappointing the first shazam was good i was actually like uh one of those few people that actually really enjoyed the first shazam because it had a certain charm to it because i feel like especially since love and thunder like thor love and thunder people are mistaking a bad like a negative critique as to someone not knowing how to have fun with it that's mm-hmm. my issue. I went in for a good time and I didn't even get that. <laughs> like, that's my issue. It's like, oh, it's a, it's a comedy, obviously. I didn't laugh. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like... I did not laugh. And it's just really just unsurprising, but still kind of disappointing because nothing's going to happen to them. Truly, their careers are going to be unaffected because these are still, you know, white people with connections. So Ooh. I think Zachary Levi is absolutely going to eat up this controversy because he genuinely thinks that he's like the next Gina Carano or something. Like he thinks he's going to be silenced by the the fandom. He thinks he's going to be canceled because, you know, he doesn't want to get vaccinated. Who cares? You know, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. It, and he really thinks that this is going to be, oh, bad publicity that's going to get more people to watch Shazam. It's not. It was not well marketed. And even the few trailers it did get, they were not interesting. I think DC hasn't known how to market a movie since like Wonder Woman 1984. And that didn't even do that great either. So Mm. it's just really interesting to see how very privileged creators get so insecure and defensive on main. And (laughs) I did not come to play around because especially, especially with Rachel Zegler and, you know, Josie and I have beef with Rachel Zegler for a while. (laughs) West Side Story. We will not forgive her for West Side Story. And, and, you know, I'm not even here for the, the Shazam, like Snow White, like plug. Did y'all see that Snow White promo? Cause I did. And I clocked it. Cause Gal Gadot is going to be the evil queen. Mm-hmm. And no, oh, literally, right. no, 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 no. Not only that, Rachel Zegler in the movie holds a golden apple in her hand. Yeah, <laughs> that's golden apple. Don't get me started on that shit, man. Yeah, Dwayne hated Jesus. the golden apple. Nice. It was so stupid. Oh, and you know what? God. It is really disappointing to see that this actress, who yes, she's a talented singer, but she is not a talented actress, is so caught up on peaking in high school personality wise that she can't actually analyze that when she shared a screen she shared screen time with two legends which are helen mirren and lucy Liu, who obviously always command a screen when they're in it and she just looked like a clown truly like it's they made her look smaller than she already is and i think that fucked with her and I think it was also just Leroy. the writing. They didn't know what to do with 100%. her. 100%. I didn't Jack know Dylan anyone's motivation. I didn't know anybody's motivations. 
I was rooting for Lucy Liu, and I didn't know what she wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I was rooting for her. Hannah, don't go see this. Like, point blank. Just like, don't go. Literally, don't see the only else. real reason why I want to see it is because I love Lucy Liu. I love Jack Dylan Grazer. She's great. He's great. Jack, yeah. Jack is very great. good. Yeah, yeah. Jack very, is great. Very, very good. And that's but what's They were in a different too. movie. <laughs> they were. <laughs> that's what's frustrating, too, because I love the first Shazam. I think Same. it's great, and I think it's so much fun and it really hit for me emotionally at least like the few times that i've seen it Mm -hmm. and it's been a while since i've watched it really well um but uh (laughs) i've always connected more with the children characters and i know they are the same characters but grown up but like with this sequel my immediate thing when i first saw the trailer was oh i don't really care that we're yep. spending more time mm-hmm. with the adult counterparts. And I think that the children uh, actors are way more charming and way f- more full of personality. And just, I gravitate yeah. to them more than I do Zachary Levi and co. Yeah, I love so Adam good. Brody. I love, you know, um, the one oh, girl he, that everyone's obsessed with. The one girl, which one? The older sister. The older sister. I, I can't Mary Marvel. Yeah, I I think she's great, but yeah, I just ever I've never been on this movie side because of that. So I I kind of am going from a place of bias because I just knew immediately that I wasn't gonna rock with this one the way that I rocked with the first one. So hey, and my disappointing. One of my criticisms actually last week on the review was that we barely get to see a lot of the kid actors because. Mm Especially the main one that I think that yeah. I think that kid has two scenes, and he's great too. And yeah, I think seen has Asher Angel. Of, yeah, yeah, he has like two scenes. They I'm act not even circles joking. around the adults. They, they do. really they do. do. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. I think with all sincerity, I do yeah. have a like a solution just came to mind hearing you all speak of this, and it's true because <laughs> I think with the second one, what they could have done is deal more with the importance of having this power but that they are actually the bigger heroes than their superhero counterparts i think that would have been a lot more yeah. well received because then they attempted to touch on that and but they then just it was didn't mostly, know where to yeah, take it because they focus mm-hmm. more on like billy batson um dealing with losing his family because he's aging out and blah 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 and it was mostly about him learning to let go but i think it would have been strong if it were a collective because you just had your mm-hmm. siblings get all these powers you gave all these powers to them and they focus more on like the distancing and everything instead of like how important these powers are but really what matters is who you are on the inside or like their actual like real people selves because then when they when they would lose like certain things it didn't really have an emotional effect Mm -hmm. they were just there (laughs) yeah it's 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 very disappointing given how well the first one is handled too. Just like going into this is very disappointing. And then watching all of the stuff go down that went down regarding like what who did this, who thwarted what, who, you know, whatever. And it's just it's just been kind of crazy. And uh I don't even know who's to blame. Part of me desperately wants to blame and I do, uh, you know, the old regime of DC because why did you if 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 the rock did what he did, why did you give the rock so much power? I get the name of the hierarchy, blame. bro. Yeah, I, I get it. Like I get I get it's the rock. But I'm like, why did you give him so much pull onto your universe? So he's talking about how I remember in the in the in the press, 
leading up to it, he's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be phase one of the new DCEU. I was like, what are you talking about? Then he was like, oh, you know, this is all going to lead to Bat- to not Batman, <laughs> Superman versus Black Adam, which is like not even a thing. It's supposed to be Black Adam and Shazam. And then everyone's like asking him, what about Shazam, Rock? And he's like, oh, 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 oh. He's like, cool. Dude, I <laughs> swear to God, I, before I went to see the movie, I was like, I told my boyfriend, dude, I haven't seen Black Adam. I'm not going to understand it. He's like, oh, no, it has nothing to do with it i'm like what it's crazy and it's crazy so i think the rock never really realized that hey look at you guys' outfit too you have a you have a damn lightning bolt he has a lightning bolt won't you, are, mm. why aren't you asking asking why that's the case you know why aren't you asking why you literally have the same power set as well and Rock is like, oh, oh Black Adam is Superman's villain. Okay, whatever, dude. So I don't know what was going on, and I don't know why DC gave him so much like leeway in the, in the you know in the first place. And regarding him, I just don't understand why doing all of this really made any much sense. And uh, it just looks bad on everyone. It looks bad on Zachary hopping on Twitter talking about give me a job. It looks bad on Rachel just going like, oh, you know, don't worry about what everyone says. Our or her great. thirst trapping too to like try to promote the movie. Okay, hold on, hold on now. Where's Leo? Where's my... <laughs> Leo. I, hear you. I hear you getting your glasses out. <laughs> hold on now, hold on. No, she literally like posted a picture of herself she did. And, like, and, like a bikini she said, go top see and she's like, pro- go yeah, see yeah. it for the plot. And I'm like, girl, you're not that hot. Well, no, Please hold on. chill. Chill. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> if Margot Robbie couldn't get, yeah, it's though, crazy. It's, it's 100%. honestly afraid, Then I don't think that Rachel Zegler is bringing many people. In. Oh yeah, because uh, now I'm having real. flashbacks and I'm getting angry all over again because I remember just so many men on Twitter being like, "Oh my gosh, they uglified." <laughs> they made the Harley Queen. Oh right, yeah, and then yeah. meanwhile, us the queers salivating at the, like Literally. foaming at the mouth. It was bad. It was, it was, it was kind it was of bad. a situation of if you're not attracted to this, then are you even attracted to women? Like truly? Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah. And, and then, but I'm also trying to figure. Hey, I, 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 I would like to invite many men who like hate women like that bad <laughs> to suck dick. Like genuinely, it might be it might be an, an enlightening journey. <laughs> you know what's bad about it too is that can you imagine Margot getting on Twitter and doing? What a lot of the I can't imagine Margot. I can't. She's Australian. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And she's had so many opportunities too. This has been so like crazy Mm -hmm. to me. I mean, even Mm -hmm. want to go even farther. Brie Larson. Brie Larson has been dealing with this shit for how many years now, and she's alone on Twitter and complained and said, "Oh, you know what she does." Zachary <laughs> Levi, do you know what Brie Larson does to deal with all the stress that comes with all the hate that sometimes people get? She films herself playing Animal Crossing on her YouTube channel. She goes and makes a YouTube blog. And- <laughs> oh, she really does. That's she productive. became a lifestyle girly. It's and productive. It's bad. It's she, out she said, if I'm not going to get a job, I'm just going to make my own income. Call it freelance and call it entrepreneurship, Zachary. <laughs> <laughs> It's, get entrepreneurial it's, it's just bad out here for uh for those guys so yes but speaking of women <laughs> speaking of women let's go to the let's go <laughs> let's go to the other side of the pond in cape shit drama and that is marvel so mm-hmm. uh marvel apparently they've been going through some stuff you know the past couple of months regarding just 
the reception of the movies, the box office not being as great, like as far as Quantum Mania. And then they had a whole thing when it came to VFX stuff. And then uh, I think it was a couple days ago that Victoria Alonso, who's a mega producer over there, oh, uh, totally. right next to right next to Feige, was stepping down in her I mean, role. She and recently, she just recently after like so many years with the company since Iron Man, she just recently got promoted, <laughs> and now you and, fire her. And she got fired. So so she got fired, which is just. Very shocking, but a bunch of stuff has been coming out since then. So I'll throw it over to Josie, just kind of just kind of catch us up to speed and what's been going on with Victoria Alonso. And now it's the perfect time to talk about yes, the chaos. So they were like MCU and Disney, Marvel, all those people in charge were kind enough to wait until we recorded tonight to give us <laughs> most of the tea. I still think there is like my hot take. It won't probably not a hot take, just my little inquisitive brain. I still think obviously there's a lot that we're not being told. There is a mm-hmm. lot being swept under the rug and there is a lot of damage control. That being said, today the Hollywood Reporter released an exclusive stating that yes, Victoria Alonso got fired by Marvel Studios, but apparently the firing was because of her involvement with Argentina 1985. So apparently there was a clause in her contract that she couldn't work for any um, competitive studios. And as mm-hmm. some of us may know, Argentina 1985 is a documentary. Uh, that was released by Amazon Prime and had a whole award season run and it even got nominated for the Oscar. Unfortunately, it did not win, but it did get a Golden Globe. And she was... So because of her position in Marvel, they like drafted up memos and everything, but she wasn't fired at the beginning because, again, her position and the power that she held in the company. So they just gave her like a warning. They were like, hey, Mm -hmm. okay, you did this. Just don't finish it. Don't do press don't show your face to it don't attach yourself to it in the media what did she do she kept doing it and her uh in her defense what she says is that she's made so many movies about superheroes she just wanted to be a part of something that was heroic in her own country um also some people um there are some sources that state that while marvel claims that they did not agree or that they didn't know of her involvement or anything, they they actually did know. So there's oh, just a lot of contradictions. Shit. Yeah, there's a lot of contradictions going on. I'm trying to find right now the quote just to get it specifically, but um, from her or um, it was something basically saying that they did know that she was involved, but recently they've been denying it. But there is an IndieWire, where is it? There is an IndieWire article where there was comments on it. So there is, yeah. However, an IndieWire piece published last mm-hmm. month on the film stated that she did have permission. So I, there's a lot of back and forth. This is kind of, if it, okay. So when this happened, like it does. <laughs> when this, when this happened, my immediate thought was that, okay, this is a very, this is very much a look over here kind of mm-hmm. thing because it was suspicious because every it's it, just it, weird. the first things that came out were basically she was fired and then a bunch of articles throwing her under the bus well, a bunch of articles about conditions. vhs and work conditions mm-hmm. was coming out Sacrificial i was like this lamb. and what was the what was the one of the main things that people were talking about when it came to quantum mania 
was VFX. And mm-hmm. the past couple she of months... She would have people working in, until like 1 a.m. And that basically Alonso, like working for her is like, if she likes you, then you're in good hands. If not, then you're basically screwed and you won't be able to find work again. So it just felt very... Like we love the tea. We were all like, oh, it's <laughs> happening here. But it, it also felt... Yeah, it right, also right, felt right. too coincidental especially considering that the main complaint people have been making recently mm-hmm. about the mcu has been the vfx department especially yeah right so the past few months they have just been catching strays online regarding marvel why does your movie look like this and look at this part from dating all the way we're going all the way back to like black widow like it's mm-hmm. when it kind, kind of got crazy where oh look at this marvel and then love and thunder was worse and you know everybody's been going going crazy about the VFX and then we saw those articles come out regarding like their work conditions and how they're being like on crunch time most of the time and how most of the VFX are getting done like weeks before the movie come out and uh, I mean Guardians of the Galaxy 3 hasn't locked yeah and that's nuts (laughs) so this feels to me very much like a we're we it felt like a let's get our perception back in place our public perception back in place to where if we kind of talk about how, oh, in the VFX department, Victoria had a big part in it. Mm-hmm. Now she's gone. Now let's, we're good, everybody. Hey, look at us. We're getting better. So that's why it just, I didn't never really bought the whole, like, now we're just gonna, now we're just gonna market her, market her as like she's this monster that has been, it's, it's just been so crazy watching all it's, this develop. It's been yeah. really bad. I'm still a little bit mad at her for what she did to America Chavez. But that aside, our lovely Leo shared in the Cinemania World group chat mm-hmm. a screenshot of a Variety article that also came out today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, stating like Victoria, a gay Latina who had the courage to criticize Disney was silenced. Then she was terminated when she refused to do something she believed was reprehensible. Disney and Marvel made a really poor decision that will have serious consequences. So this is going to get, I think we're going to be finding yeah. out more stuff in the next oh, few days. Boy. What was the thing with America Chavez? What happened there? We're talking about like the portrayal of America Chavez? Um, or yeah, because she happened? was supposed to be, she's a black Latina, like she's mm-hmm. an alien, but most of her writers have enforced that she is black and Latina, and we don't usually get that representation. And then they mm-hmm. just made her Mexican, mm-hmm. so it was just a whole back and forth. She, and they Victoria. made her a light skinned Mexican versus yeah. a black Puerto Rican. <laughs> That's yeah, and then Victoria it. was like very adamant about it, like that America Chavez basically became the face for Latino representation in the MCU, mm-hmm. and it was just insulting to the character. Mm-hmm. Besides oh, that, <laughs> besides a, that, yeah. whitewashing basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they whitewashed the character, and she was very defensive of it. And some um, first look images of the character during development were revealed, and she was like blonde and white. So they really didn't know what they were doing Ooh. with her. And then they just used her as a MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. But either way, it feels weird to throw everything at this woman especially considering the article that came out the other day where kevin feige knew she was going to be fired but he didn't do anything about it it's looking listen it's looking dire for these movies and uh there's a lot going on like like we said it's just it's just it's not looking too good let's go to you hannah regarding all this stuff when it comes to victoria alonzo with feige the vfx stuff everything that's going on what are your where are you where are you at in all this yeah, uh, I don't know a whole lot about it. Uh, 
I've mm-hmm. the the thing that I've seen the most of is VFX people coming out against her, um, and just talking about the awful work conditions that she um had people under, and mm-hmm. I guess if you did something to upset her, you're gone, and you. I, it was a lot of stuff like that. That's what I saw, at least. You finished. Um, yeah, that kind of <laughs> stuff. And I, that's the extent of what I've seen. Um, so I kind of figured that maybe played into it, but I guess not. Um, yeah, uh, I don't have many thoughts because I just, I haven't been into a lot of it. So do you think that this is, do you, would you, where do you, like, as far as, your thoughts on if does it feel like a little bit slimy the way it's going about regarding that they've been they've been going through a lot of these troubles for the past few months and now it's kind of well here's here's why let's get our perception back into place do you think that it, it's coming off a little weird coming up after all these articles coming out about it all of a sudden and stuff like that um I guess not to me really because mm. the first thing I saw about this whole situation was people speaking out against how terrible she is as a boss Mm -hmm. so my whole perspective around this has been oh she's terrible we're gonna get rid of her Uh, (laughs) instead of uh she went and did another film that's like with Mm -hmm. a computing studio whatever yeah so i'm a little Uh, ignorant on this Ileana, let's go to you. What are your, what are you, uh, where are you kind of at on everything that's been going on with Victoria Alonso and Marvel? Well, if you are a member of the Latino or Caribbean community, shout out to my Caribbean people, uh, you would know not to trust white Argentinians because they are <laughs> notoriously racist. And it's not even like a running joke. It's just, it's a thing. So I don't doubt that Victoria Alonso is a problematic person, especially mm-hmm. how she very brazenly defended the whitewashing of America Chavez, who is historically a black character through and through, then evolved into a black Caribbean character and is like the main face of the Young Avengers in the comics. And that's why it was so just really hurtful to see what they how they, look what they've done to my girl, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I don't <laughs> doubt that Victoria Alonso is like, a toxic person in the workplace, Mm -hmm. but utilizing like all of these other white men at that executive level in a corporation, targeting her and using her as like essentially a Christmas tree to hang crimes onto. Oh my God. Yeah, (laughs) that's literally it. And I think that this is something that is rooted across the entire executive board of Marvel. I think, you know, as we've all been saying, this is not a hot take. It's quite honestly the truth. Mm -hmm. Marvel has been trying to overproduce their movies for a while now. The pandemic has not helped. And not only the pandemic, everything they had planned post Endgame is very aimless, which is very disappointing because they had such a solid narrative for the majority of 10 years. Mm-hmm. in their cinematic universe and all of a sudden they don't know what to do anymore so okay victoria alonso becomes basically like the face of diversity which is me coming back to a white woman <laughs> <laughs> oh it's just latina okay sure that argentina but sure um so it it's that it's very much i don't 
I don't believe in Marvel anymore at this point, which is really disappointing because I feel like the Marvels is the one project that I'm looking forward to at the moment, simply because we have such a good cast with it. Mm-hmm. And that is actually diverse. They're actually very talented actresses. That and movie's kind of been left alone, too. For it has. a while now. Just, and just not only it. that, we have Nobody Mia DaCosta. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And we have Mia, Mia DaCosta Di- directing. Was it so not? forever ago it hasn't seemed like Mm -hmm. we've i mean Mm -hmm. we all saw what kind of happened with dr strange it was like reshoots Mm -hmm. happening every other Mm -hmm. month and you know production getting shut down and creative issues it was a big mess and then with the marvels it's just kind of been oh we announced nita costa we announced um uh what's her name z-way ashton um as the villain and then it's just kind of been like silence about it Besides the besides Look the what delay. happens when you don't talk shit on Maine. Right. <laughs> yeah, like and besides like, the delay, had a it's good like yeah. Of time. I mean, I think the I'm sad about it because I want to see the movie so bad, and I've already said this, but I'm glad that like the movie has been given so much time to breathe. Yeah. I am happy about that too, and going back to what um Ileana was saying regarding just the the overproduction of everything with the MCU right now. It seems like, like, you know, now they are trying to get back into shape here and trying to just refocus everything and really stop trying to like, it's so crazy to me that if I think I was watching a video, um, I forget where it was on YouTube, obviously watching the video and somebody was like, uh, 20, 2019, marvel i think there was like three projects mainly and and it was like it was if you had to watch all of that it'd take you like it's like six hours and whatever and then they were like fate in like 2022 it was like all the more it was like 50 something hours of just content for marvel and i was just like oh my god i think it was more than that actually and it's just it's just so crazy to me and i've always thought that they definitely had to slow down, especially with everything. So I was not one of the people who were angry about the Marvel's delay. I was like, great. Give it some yeah. more time to cook in the oven. You got Guardians coming out soon. Quantumania. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of move on from Quantumania. <sighs> but I just, yeah, it's just, so been, a, it's just been a mess. Yeah, it's but just been a mess. I have hope. Regardless of everything that's going on, I don't think because I for DC – Shazam was severely affected with what was going on behind the scenes. I don't think Guardians is going to suffer that same fate. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Even if it has. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I'll say it. I cry every time I see a trailer. I'm like, thank you for for fixing my life. Thank you for changing me. (laughs) I think since its first installment, Guardians has become like that very surprising, um, reliable underdog. Yeah, because, because even key, everyone like, wants to replicate it 100 yeah. well, percent. it's kind of like the mcu shaped itself around guardians because after yeah. guardians came out uh released mm. uh it was like a huge shift in tone across all of the movies and yeah. Yeah. i i think that James Gunn, his comedy is so particular, and he does his comedy so well. So when <laughs> the MCU is handing <laughs> other projects like, to different directors, 
and they're like okay do this and they can't emulate james gunn because they're not james gunn then we get projects like i don't know (laughs) ant-man and the wasp uh where nobody really gives you have to be so smart to know how to deliver dumb comedy you have to be extremely intelligent to deliver deadpan jokes it's true because if you go if you want if you just compare the two even like quantum mania compared to like compared to a, a guardians movie it's crazy how mm-hmm. disconnected the comedy is and yeah. oof so yeah I'm, I mean, I'm, why are I'm, they making jokes about holes <laughs> that's that's what ant-man 2 was that's what quantum mania was and exactly comedy in the mcu is best when we are working with directors who like have a particular um space in comedy yeah. and that's like mm-hmm. Taika Waititi with Ragnarok and mm-hmm. uh, James Gunn with all of his Guardians movies the thing with Taika Waititi is that I know Love and Thunder is a whole nother beast um, mm-hmm. but I, it's still Taika Waititi humor I think the comedy is not the issue with that movie mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of other issues with it so it, it's it's frustrating when we yeah. kind of maybe look before the first Guardians movie, uh, and it sucks that Kevin Feige or whoever I guess uh, watched Guardians and was like, "Yeah, this is what the the plan is from now on," mm-hmm. because now we've gotten we've gotten to a point in the MCU where it's just it was okay for a few years, and now it's okay. What what else? <laughs> it's true, uh, and it's it's tough. So. All right, let's get, before we get off the air here, let's go to some questions from you, the audience. Uh, if you want to send us a question, it's just uh, message us over at our email, which is cinemania2018 at outlook.com, and we will answer them when we get on air. We actually have a, quite a few here. You got but rid I'll of the start- number? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we did it a long time ago. <laughs> Skype was yeah. charging me. I was like, Skype, I'm out of here, dude. All <laughs> my paying like $8 for you a phone number. You just aged yourself so bad. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Skype, get out of here. Skype was charging me. <laughs> it was like $8. Yeah, no, no. I think the email is a wonderful solution. Let's get to the question. <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I, I think it aged me as in how long I have been one of these live shows. <laughs> Um, okay, this person here says, hey, friends, what are the odds James Gunn scoops up Victoria Alonso at Warner Brothers in a delicious <laughs> bout of unnecessary pettiness? Uh, I don't see that happening. It wouldn't surprise Nar. me, but I don't see that happening. I don't I think. think James Gunn has a terrible relationship with Marvel like people are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, he's jumping back and no. forth. He's living the best yeah. life. He's making his money. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I don't think that's happening, but we'll, I mean, we'll see. Anything Plus, like James like Gunn that. having women on his team, like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, I don't see that. Mm. I don't mm-hmm. see it for him. No, no, no. He it's... worked with a woman once, and he got what he needed from her. Ooh, even then, what? it was his wife. The co-screenwriter. He, he co-wrote yeah. the first Guardians with Nicole Peralta. I think I don't remember her. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't even Nicole know that. Perlman. Perlman. I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. Well, James Gunn was, was the say, sole his, writer. His earlier movies he co-wrote with um, the woman from The Office that he was married to. Yes, Pam. married to. Yeah. Why you got to throw that in there? Hold up. 
Yeah. <laughs> he likes to marry That's his coworkers. I, we <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um. Okay, this person here says, why do you think there is there's genuinely seem like there is a hype with non-superhero movies right now? Uh meaning, fuck. Okay, meaning like gonna... the past <laughs> meaning like uh you know everything has been opening all the franchise stuff so mm. far has been opening really good and exceeding their franchise numbers, whereas mm. the past yeah. two cape shit movies they've kind of just eh they you know they've had like we had a bomb with shazam and then we kind of had a mediocre kind of box office run with quantumania it seems like a silly simple answer but i genuinely think it's just because they're good movies top gun Mm -hmm. was good scream six is really good um megan was fun and i think it was because people understood nobody took it seriously and it did well people people crave original cinema yeah we have creep three doing well we have uh we have john wick about to surpass the entire franchise this weekend and then let's fucking and then um in a few weeks, we have that Mario movie coming out. That's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's a. I, I don't. I don't. Dragons too. I think is getting some good attention. Yeah. I know a lot of people. Yeah. Next weren't like looking forward to it and were happy with it. So I think because some of these are franchises, some of these are from like IP. So I don't think the problem is franchise or IP. As some people keep arguing against Marvel and DC, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the problem. I just think that. Self plug. I wrote a piece about this the other day. I think that we, yes, self promo. Is this a Dolas piece? Yes, because I was talking about, because I, and for Shazam, what I reference is like Birds of Prey did well. Eternals, sure, it had its problems, but now people are realizing that it had a good story. Mm -hmm. And then you have everything over well at once, which isn't an MCU or a DC film, but a lot of people Mm -hmm. are comparing it to like the superhero genre. So I don't think the superhero genre is dying. I just think that we need fresh perspectives. I think we need good stories. I think we are allowed to ask for more from what we are consuming. And with Scream 6, it was fun. It was genuinely fun. And it was way better than Scream 5. And... Mm -hmm. You just have these characters and these actors that are actually giving their all in their scenes. And you had moments in the film, like the one with the ladder from one apartment building to the other. People are calling one of the best things in the entire franchise. So it's just these people that generally know what they're doing. They care about the story and they want to elevate it while still being um, loyal. And I think that's what we were missing with Shazam. Shazam specifically was relying too much on the love for the first one instead of cultivating love on its own. even if we want to look just at the superhero genre Mm -hmm. we can i think it's pretty easy to say that people want you know fresh stories and fresh uh like perspectives and uh something new i guess and especially within the mcu and i think that's probably why multiverse of madness has been the highest grossing mcu movie out of this like the post-pandemic era Mm-hmm. because it is like it was marketed as a sam raimi movie more than anything it's uh yeah. been said it was a horror movie since the start of you know phase four yeah. 
Um, and I think that's why people probably gravitated towards it so much. It was something new and exciting. And yeah. it wasn't, you know, we're going to go sit in the theater for two and a half hours and have Scott Lang tell us poopoo pee pee jokes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> genre, is, <laughs> genre is more alive now than ever. Yeah. I, I can't stand it. It's true. She's not lying. <laughs> no, Don't she's not her. lying. She's right. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, why you gotta be, why you gotta, why? why? It's <laughs> <laughs> it's true though because i i think i was coming out of quantum mania like dude man can we do something else and then i got into Shaz- into shazam and i was like oh man we are still doing the same thing and you know what's and they're the same kind of tone too it shazam is and, and the ant-man franchise oh man i'm watching the shazam i'm seeing these cameos i'm seeing these jokes i'm seeing these oh my god i punched that dragon i was like bro get me out of this shit, <laughs> dude I, I was clawing oh, at my seat trying to leave <laughs> and then i'm asking i'm literally talking to the group chat i'm talking to them like bro how, how much longer i got at yeah. this and everyone's like Dwayne, you're, are you texting while well, i was like yeah ain't nobody in here dude like what are we doing <laughs> you know and what's then, funny I stood, up, <laughs> I stood up from my seat because i needed to pee so I finished the movie standing up on the side, like on the aisle. And then oh, did, it, oh, you did one of those? Where you just... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like stood up and they were like, oh, she she's going to the restroom. But then I like grabbed my jacket and my bag and they were like, oh, she's leaving. And I'm like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The horror. And then I just leave. stayed I... there by the balcony just looking at the screen. And then it ended. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. And it's it's it, it was just rough. And then I was like... I got to the first post credit and I was like, all right. And then I'm like, guys, what else is, is, am I done? And then Leo was like, no, there's one more. I don't remember the first post credit. It's, it's not memorable. Again, don't see this. Won't you just like, I don't know. <laughs> unless you want, unless you want to see an entire film be upstaged by a conniving caterpillar or whatever oh, it is. Yeah, I, <laughs> the slug. The fucking the slug. slug. I, <laughs> so... All right, this uh, this person here says, um, is there any superhero movie that you are looking forward to? Do you think this is going to be a continuing trend of the downward spiral of CBMs in 2023? No, I think I think if we didn't have Guardians 3 and then like Spider-Verse, I think we, we would be kind of just sitting. I think Spider-Verse is going to do great. I think yeah, Guardians yeah. is going to do great. It's going to save think- lives. Uh, it Batman is. Is going to do great, and it's because yeah. of what Josie just said. People like genre is more alive than ever, and yeah. I think that the Guardians franchise has had its own like specific tone and genre since you know the first movie. I think something like the Batman being like a neo noir detective thing, and people obviously showed up for the Batman. Beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that. Uh, what was the other one that we were just talking about? Uh. It just came out. Marvels. Uh, the Marvels, yeah. Marvels, it, yeah. It, the Marvels has been said that it's like a musical, like, huge, um, disgustingly I'm weird thing. And I'm like, I, this is what we're gravitating towards, very obviously. I'm recording from AMC. Yeah. <laughs> if, if the Marvels has the same kind of Nia DaCosta just mm-hmm. look and just mood that like i know it's i know it's two different genres but like that that she that she did with like candy man like I that will be like a candy fresh man. i loved it too like yeah. that would be like a fresh coat of paint for just marvel as well so mm-hmm. i'm looking forward yeah. to that Sorry. um guardian that 3 shot. for sure 
which one? I, don't, I feel like I know. Are we thinking of I the same like, one? Yeah, I feel like I know the which one. one. Go ahead. The apartment it. building. Yes. From yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm when sorry. Really, I, had to, I had to it's give so it its, its flowers. So good. It's panning out, and then you see the this woman oh, get yeah. mocked by candy. Oh, it's so good. Across oh, the man. freaking glass. <laughs> it's yes! so it's so good. So if she does something like that with this, with like the Marvels, and they gave and they gave her like full reign to do whatever, like I'm gonna be hyped because there's a lot of times where Marvels like, hey, we got this person directing, and it's clearly like Feige behind them. Like, hey, I want mm-hmm. you to do that and that. You know, if they let I'm Sam hoping. Raimi do whatever the fuck that was, they can right. let Nia Costa make it's, a film. It's right. different. I we've had this discussion before, me and Dwayne. It's I'm different sorry. when yeah. I think that Marvel purposely <laughs> hires. No, I'm saying I think yeah. Marvel purposely hires these like indie directors who have done like one mm-hmm. or two films because they can Cop car. like have sorry, some sort of power over them. Um, and mm-hmm. when they bring in like a seasoned director like Sam Raimi, when you get him on set. Kevin Feige isn't going to sit there and say, uh, no, who's going to tell Sam Raimi what to do? Who the fuck is going to tell Sam Raimi, no, you can't do this. You need to do it our way. Nobody. So it's (laughs) like when you bring in directors like, uh, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fly. Peyton Reed. I Go think ahead, it's pretty really it. easy for Kevin Feige to sit there and say, okay, this is the way we want it done. Uh, we're yeah. paying you all this money and we took you from the little indie scene and we're giving you this huge platform. So do it. Yes, appreciate us. That, that's what it comes yeah. off like. Like, appreciate this. You're getting an opportunity. And I kid. think that's why we are so it's oversaturated with the little indie directors in the MCU taking mm-hmm. on these huge projects. Peyton Reed. Anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, I, I 100% agree. So, Read beef. Okay, but another another superhero <laughs> film that I think we can all look forward to is Barbie. Oh my Bar- god. Barbie is- <laughs> Barbie is gonna like change somebody. Somebody, Hold on, was let like, me get let me get my blood. Let me get my blood. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody on Twitter is like, "Oh, Oppenheimer is like three hours." I'm like, "Bro, you think I'm watching Oppenheimer that weekend? That's I'm watching Barbie. Unless I unless it has the though. timer on the movie, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> so, I, uh, okay, all right, let's. That's- that's innovative. That, uh, why won't they do that? That should be, that would be great. because they haven't hired me. Because <laughs> I'm the marketing <laughs> genius. Like a little countdown at the edge of the screen. During... Yeah. <laughs> then and you think it's going to be all... the end of the movie, but it's when it explodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do uh, one last question here before we get. Wait! Out of oh here. my God! Forty X and Oppenheimer are going to go crazy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Before I gotta, sorry. Do you, know, you know how we always make jokes with the Drake and Josh meme where they come out of the theater all like changed? Yeah! It'll, it, this is the first time that it will truly apply. explosions and We need to do it to all of Christopher Nolan's movies and it would just be the most horrifying experience. I ever. want Dunkirk, an airplane to crash oh, into the <laughs> theater. Okay. Put Tenet in the theater again. 40x that 40x that mama i want i want my seat to shake like uncontrollably (laughs) when he goes i ordered my hot sauce an hour (laughs) (laughs) listen we are off the rails sorry Dwayne. it's fun it's fun it's good this could have been very dire but it's i think the people will appreciate some humor because it's it's looking rough out there we're in the trenches (laughs) we're in the trenches bro (laughs) 
So this person says, uh, what has been the GOAT movie of March 2023? I mean, I'm biased, so you gotta know my answer. It's definitely I thought it was a donkey. It was Scream. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, the fucking, are you talking about from a... What of course, yes. It? it was a bad joke. It was a very bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> Instead of a goat, like, what's the goat movie? <laughs> I'm over here thinking. I'm over here thinking you're talking about fucking Eat the banshees of Inisherin. Yeah, that's what I think. Mean. That's the reference. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's the donkey movie. I was like, oh, banshee. Okay, banshees didn't come out in March though. Hold up. So I was. No, no. It was a. It was a very. It was you know. It had layers to it. Too many layers, in fact. <laughs> but my mine is Scream Six. I don't oh, know, yeah. Josie. I'm, I'm like trying to remember what I've seen this Cree, month. I haven't seen John Wick yet, but it's uh, it's that Creed three. You know what? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a clown. I'm gonna say sixty five. <laughs> Are you serious? I still haven't seen sixty five. <laughs> and Hannah, we no. know your answer. Is Scream six. Thank you very much. Um, it's definitely Creed three, but. What's up? What's up? So I haven't me, me and Dwayne <laughs> haven't really discussed Scream Six like that. Don't start. Don't start. Scream Six is very uh, fun. After seeing it twice, I have don't a good start. amount of nitpicks. What's a good <laughs> amount, man? I got cooked on that it's, damn spoiler review. What do you mean? It's a lot of stuff that like it's doesn't amazing. make sense. It's fine. <laughs> hey, it's no, it's stars. like I think if my mom. <laughs> my mom. Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna. It gets no, go ahead. Very muddied when you have three ghost faces. That's Just my huge on. issue. Let's say. I can see that. That's some Scooby Doo shit. Just well, hold it's on. Like divided, trying to divide up who did the kills and like how they were there when like it's Ethan who fucks it all up. Hold yeah. on. It, Let's it just makes talk no sense. About this. Yeah. Can we just anyway. talk? Listen, I've seen it five times. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I've seen it five times. It's still excellent. I don't know what Hannah's on. It's so fun. It's Creed, so fun. Creed 3 is like, I right, Creed 3 don't. I will don't say, know. my mom said something was. very funny today where it was like, I don't understand. Like, in terms of John Wick, but I think it applies to Scream, where it's oh. like, I don't understand how so many people can get stabbed so many times. I I did say that but, in my review. And then, like, <laughs> a can of Diet Coke can fall on my toes, and I'll be in the hospital. I, I did. Did, <laughs> did listen, your mom I say did. this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very. It's a. It's a good nit. That is like the one nitpick. Where I was like, all right, I get it, because they had this poor bloke Chad. He got. He got. He just got cooked by just stab 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 and he was just he rolled he on that have lived. He, it li- they literally like sliced him like a roast pig hold on yeah. it gives a whole new mini to, meaning to swiss army man I didn't like the way he was just <laughs> no, no 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 listen my just issue wasn't Chad on, because man. I actually thought it was kind of like it might have been commentary on how ridiculous it is because it's a great movie right mm-hmm. um I, I was okay with that. My issue was with that oh, and that shit. complaint in particular is Tara got stabbed so many times and by the end when like they're sitting down, she just sits down normally, gets up, walks normally, like she's like Well, I said I said in the everything review. that she Her internal organs no, have a draft. Like, 
yeah, no, not it's even bad. Like, like it's a little or like um, no, that you know, it, it, it's you're right. Hurt, it's, like <laughs> that is bad. It, it's bad because literally, I was like, I was saying in the review, the spoiler one, I was like, uh, Sam, there's like when when it's revealed that it's when it's like reveal spoilers that's Ethan, and they're like doing the whole killer reveal. Ethan stabs her, and she does not flinch. Like he stabs her in the yeah. chest, and he's like, mm, and she's like, ah. I'm gonna kill you, and I was like, "Holy shit! You guys can they all just eat sad because she didn't get hit as many times as Tar did. Tar got like the front; she got it from the back. She like she was hit so many times throughout the movie, and I was like, well, I a little wince from Jenna Ortega when she sat down would have done it for me, and like n- none of that. Ever or happened. in the last okay. movie too, if you count if you different. count all the stabs too from Scream Five that she got in the opening. It's a lot. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. And the only one they reference is the one in her hand because they gave her a Yeah, because she has a little yeah. scar, which I thought was nice. But listen, Scream 6 is a masterpiece. Five stars, ten stars, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Okay. So, um, I think yeah. that was my favorite of the month, too, because I would have said Emily, but that came out in February. So I'm going to give my vote to Scream 6. I was Thank surprised. Saying. Okay, with that being said, I'm going to end on a high <laughs> note. With that being said, that is it for episode 119 of the Cinemania World Show. Thank you guys all for listening. I'll go around, get everyone's social medias. I'll start with you, Hannah, and let everyone know where they can follow you. You can follow me, Arjun Hannah, on Twitter. All right, and Ileana, our guest, let everyone know where they can follow you. Um, you can follow me at Captain Melendez on Twitter and Letterboxd. All right, and Josie. You can follow me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd. All right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our review for John Wick 4 will come out tomorrow after I see it. And that is it. Thank you guys for joining us. I can't wait. Thanks for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah, Josie, and Ileana. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.